Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we always have it to look to and rely upon, Lord. We thank you that, Lord, we can look at your birth tonight, Lord, even from a human perspective, Lord, uh, that of uh, Joseph and Mary, Lord, so long ago in Bethlehem, Lord, we thank you that you were with them and you are with us, and we praise you for this, and we uh, just uh, pray that you would bless your word to our hearts right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, before the birth of Jesus Christ, the situation of Mary and Joseph got worse before it got better. The wonderful fervor and excitement of angelic messages, dreams, and prophecies to and through Mary and Joseph and Elizabeth was suddenly doused by news of a census and the inconvenience of having to travel to Bethlehem from Nazareth very late term. Finding no vacancies in the inn when they arrived with the birth pains increasing must have been devastating. Babies don't wait. And imagine this was Mary's first. Nevertheless, the child was born and he was wrapped and lain in a feeding trough for animals to keep him off the ground, probably while Mary rested a while and Joseph gathered wood for a fire. Where was the divine in all of that? Well, God's word was fulfilled. God's will was done. The child was born. But people with no regard for God had made God's will difficult for the young couple who were so willingly submitting to God's will. And God didn't intervene. God was there all the while, carried in the womb of Mary, but you might say that God was their burden even after Mary delivered. And even though they had and held the words of the angel, the dreams and the prophecies of the past, along with the newborn baby king that those words had spoken about, it still took a fresh word to reveal God's presence then. It took a fresh word from an angel of the Lord to reveal God's glory to those around them, first to shepherds who rejoiced and then shared the word with others, Mary and Joseph being the first. In doing so, they encouraged Mary and Joseph greatly in the midst of their trial. I'm sure. Well, God is always with those who submit to his will, but that doesn't mean his presence will always be known and experienced joyfully by them. His presence does not always make things easy. God's presence in this world is often a burden to those who carry it. It was that for the prophets of old and it is that for us today. Why? Because the people of this world generally do not recognize God their creator and savior. 
the very God in whom they live and move and have their being is not recognized by most people. And that is a burden for us who do recognize him. The sad reality of which we are constantly reminded of wherever we go. This is a world of people who generally do not recognize or acknowledge God. And this is our context. And that can even obscure our view of God at times. Actually, if we are not careful to concentrate on God, it will. I read Psalms every day. And two of the Psalms I read in my morning devotional spoke of that. They spoke of the vital importance of having our hearts fixed on God because otherwise God gets squeezed out. When our hearts are not fixed on God and we are distracted by many things and much business of this world and when people who we associate with don't recognize or acknowledge God, all that negatively affects our relationship with God. We forget even our own times of intimacy with him and his word to us before. We focus instead on surviving without God, not recognizing that God is with us and is here to help us. But God being as faithful as he is, he graciously sends us reminders. Shepherds watching sheep at night do not have too many distractions. What do they do? Well, they watch their sheep. Actually, they watch the surroundings of their sheep for anything strange, especially predators, which also means they don't sleep. Can you imagine the shock of these poor shepherds that night when suddenly an angel stood right in front of them and the glory of the Lord shone all around them? Well, God had his reasons for sending his angel to those poor faithful shepherds that night. God always reveals his word to those who are faithfully fixed on him. And God chose to use those faithful shepherds who I'm sure knew the whereabouts of every manger in Bethlehem to encourage Mary and Joseph that night. I'm sure the blessed couple must have been very discouraged that night because things were not working out quite as they thought God would work them out for them. Yes, they did have their baby, but they had nothing else. Where would they go? What would they do? Where would they sleep the following night? What was next for them? Well, the answer came from an unlikely source. It came from shepherds. Imagine what it must have been like to see those shepherds approaching them and then giving them the message that they had received. Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, 
which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. That was their baby. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill to men. From there the shepherds left Mary and Joseph and, and woke up the whole town with that same wonderful news. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Well, I'm sure when God's people heard that news, all those details of what Mary and Joseph had been concerned about were worked out by them. And this shows us the importance of being faithful like these shepherds, shepherds had been, faithfully undistracted by this world so that they could be fixed on God and hear his message, a message in which they could then turn around and encourage others with, especially Joseph and Mary. Shepherds want their sheep to be aware of their presence because that brings peace to otherwise nervous sheep. And peace is healthy. And God is our ultimate shepherd who wants to give us peace. He wants us to know that he is always watching and he is always there to help us. But we have to be aware of his presence in order to have peace in all situations. Sometimes we're not aware of his presence. Sometimes we need reminders. Yes, he reminds us by his creation, by his word when we read it, and even sometimes by angels. And sometimes he reminds us of his presence and message by friends, sometimes even by strangers. And when he reminds you, we'll be sure to encourage someone else with the message. All of us need to be encouraged and encouraged often, especially now. We have to encourage one another with the words that we hear from God. Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Let's pray. Lord God, we are so thankful that you uh, give us that message, Lord, that, Lord, this message of peace and goodwill that you have toward men, Lord, such a goodwill that you went so far as to send your son to earth to save us, to do that ultimate act on the cross that 
reconciled us to you. Lord, we thank you for that so much, Lord, and we thank you for the good news of salvation, the gospel message that you've given to us, your people, and Lord, help us not to keep it to ourselves, Lord. Help us to be burdened for our neighbors, for our friends, Lord. Help us to remind one another often of your goodness, Lord, to call each other up and, and to remind one another of your awesome love and all that you did for us. Lord, help us to be faithful with the message that you have given to us, Lord, so that we may be like these shepherds and encourage others around us. Thank you for Jesus Christ. Amen.